0: Winter, spring, summer, fall. Seasons change. We still keep it together.
1: Hey, Beverly Hills 90210 fans! Are you ready to dive deep, episode by episode, storyline by storyline, character by character, as we break down the making of your favorite zip code? With your host. <laughs> Charles Rose. Did Rosen. I say that? was this thing about the, the, the real person, and we go, what? We're getting rid of this guy. Pete Ferrero. I'm feeling wonderful. <laughs> Kathleen <laughs> looks crush TV crush worthy. Like so many special guests and all your questions, live on the Beverly Hills 90210 show. Oh yeah. still my favorite intro hey everybody we're back here on the beverly hills 90210 charles rosen and larry mullen charles rosen how are you man how's everything going
2: very good very good happy second day of russia shona today haven't haven't had a good one yesterday and uh pretty good nice day nice morning so uh happy to be here you know as always
1: And, Larry, how are things with you? Did you have a, a nice holiday yesterday?
3: I did. A very f- nice family affair. I really keep with my sister who lives in San Pedro, and uh, she came by for dinner, and there was cooking going on, and we had other things going on, and uh, it was great. Yeah. I wanted to tell Chuck there are very big waves today, Chuck. I saw. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, of course you know. Yeah. Um, yes, but things are good. Yeah. You know, life.
1: We're happy. This is an uh, 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 an episode that we're going to cover today. we have a very special guest that's going to join us in a few, but we're talking about essentially the Alpha House, and we're talking about California University. And I want to start before we bring on our special guest, which, which is Brooke These, who was Leslie Sumner. Yeah, and so she'll, she'll be on here in a few seconds to talk about coming on to 90210 and all that stuff. But at the top of this for you guys, as you approached CU, and we've talked a little bit about this before, creating the sorority, creating keg. Tell me about creating these things in the world, Chuck.
2: Well, I felt that at the era that we were in, in the 90s, fraternities had, had been pretty dominant on their campuses and that we needed to show it in a, in a, in a fair way. And and uh, it was one of the things that I, that I certainly, in, in, in doing our podcast here and looking back at some of the episodes we did in this period of time, you always had that the that the sorority was always like doing some fundraising event or some charitable uh, action, and and really is the was always to me one of the best things about the Greek system. And besides, we loaded up most of the shit on the cake house and on the guy side of the world where uh, frats, you, your sororities don't seem to get kicked off of USC. It's the fraternities <laughs> that, that, that get knocked out there. So it wasn't That's that very hard. True. But certainly when we, you know, we, when we wanted to put the Alpha House together, we were literally looking for a president who, just like so many viewers who look at our show and wanted to be friends with the cast, someone who would be welcoming and you'd want to be in that sorority if you were part of the sorority system in a university, you would want the head of sorority. and And, and we certainly, you know, lucked out
1: yes and we'll bring right. her on in a second larry do you have a thought on on alpha well, house and where that mean, name
3: i was going to say just the name itself i think i think chip wrote this uh this episode uh creek chip Johansson, which got greek to me which we introduced leslie sumner and the alpha house um because i got the keg house uh which was in uh i guess it was the episode before this it was a uh, uh, little fish But yeah, and then so the whole idea of the alpha house just you know just has so much resonance to it because it's the alpha female, and that's we were looking for to run it—that kind of a a perfect California girl. And so we were, as Chip said. And many sororities,
2: (laughs) many sororities are alphas. Yeah, I mean they.
3: You know, uh, I'm not sure. Did we ever say what the second the second uh, Greek letter was? Uh, I think was it just, alpha beta <laughs>
1: it might be oh no
3: it was alpha omega. omega i think it was alpha omega it was
1: alpha omega that's yeah, correct the
3: first and the last because uh, right. i know i came up with the keg house and that was always one of my proudest accomplishments we don't
1: we have to get some keg <laughs> got, shirts here it got,
3: it got cleared too that was just the greatest thing that the kappa epsilon gamma could no one had ever done
1: <laughs> well we're talking about alpha house so let's bring on the president of alpha house
3: all right
1: brooks this yes Hello, good how everybody. are you? It's so good to Hi. see you.
0: I
3: thought you'd be wearing Thank CU you so colors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on. This is uh, quite a treat for me.
1: Well, I'm a super fan of yours. We were talking before you came on here, and, you know, I grew up watching ABC television, and just the ten of us, Larry, think, I think, knew somebody there. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. you come from a really great show. You did that that show tell me about just before we get into 90210 tell me about doing just the 10 of us my sister's going to be happy i asked you about this because we used to watch that show all the time
0: um yeah so just the 10 of us was really very near and dear to my heart uh we were a family immediately and i know a lot of casts will say that but we i literally just threw i organized the 35th almost 35th year reunion uh, this year. And so it was really, really special to see everybody. And I stay in contact with almost almost the entire cast. And Deborah Harmon is still like my mother. Um, and all the girls are I'm very close with. You know, I did uh, Nightmare on Elm Street with Heather Langenkamp, and Joanne Moulette was in number two in the beginning as well. So I get to see them when I do the conventions and the horror cons and stuff like that. So um, still really like. Uh, I'm so nostalgic about that show. So it was a very um, important time in my life, and I was really grateful to have been on that show and to have some of the mentoring that I did by Deborah Harmon. So right.
3: you know, I was going to say there were only three television networks at that point, so a lot of yeah. people
1: watched the show. Okay, so that was a great start. <laughs> yeah, we probably uh, do. we uh,
3: probably do. I don't know. This was too bad. It was so crackly.
1: I know. We were really getting into a good place. It's okay. We'll, we'll figure it out.
2: Um, just the 13 of us.
1: <laughs> right now, it's just
3: the
2: three of us. No, it's, so just like, really, yeah,
1: it's true. Like There were three television
3: networks, and it's before Fox came in. She was like, you know, 85. You mean, 85. When
2: it, you mean real television?
1: <laughs> How many television stations television. do you think there are? I mean, with streamers, and th- listen, there are streamers that we aren't even aware of, like, I mean, like with, the original,
3: called, con- with the original content. You're talking about
1: yes. There's yes. something called Tubi. I didn't even know what yeah. that. I don't know what that is. You know what I mean? But that's a network. You know, there are there so many streamers, and there's streamers inside the streamers. Like Discovery Plus has six streaming platforms inside of itself. How many do you think there are now? I mean, you know, hundreds. Yeah.
2: Yeah, three hundred and fifteen.
1: That's a great. Exactly. There you go. I mean, that's like a, the, the, the that's jelly beans. That's How that's many jelly beans? Joe Adalian uh, will know. All right. So, so then you do you did Growing Pains, right?
0: Uh, yes. Yeah, so I started on Growing Pains. So okay. I did a guest star on Growing Pains, and what happened was um, they did a pilot presentation to ABC, and they picked Jamie Luner and myself. We both had done guest stars, and they said these were the ideal daughters for Coach. So that's how we were first kind of presented. And then they did this huge <laughs> search for twins. And they actually had the triplets. And I'm forgetting their name. There was a yeah. triple. Uh, you might, you guys might know. Who I sort
1: of remember them, they, yeah.
0: Yeah. They they, were, there was, Pete, they were on our show. They,
1: oh, yeah, my God. You're right. Yeah. You're right, because they did 90210. Yeah. Uh, they probably- Monica Lacey. <laughs> Monica Lacey. Monica Lacy, Monica yeah. Um I, I forget Maybe the other the the Creole, right. Monica Creole, the Leanna Creole. The yeah. Yeah. The Creole yeah. Sisters. The yeah. sisters. Yeah. Beautiful. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. You I love them. That.
0: that was impressive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was like a uh, phone, a friend. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Lifeline. Um, Okay. So, but, so how did you get into the audition? Was it through Diane uh, Young that you got in through the audition for yes. 90210?
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. For 90210. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So that's how I got um I'm sure my agent just submitted me and then being, you know, longtime, you know, friend at least of Diane Young's, you know, she she called me in.
1: <laughs> so walk me through that. Going to audition for Beverly Hills 90210 in season 4. I mean, the show was huge at that point. So you you had to know that it was a really big
0: Right. Deal. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, you know, all auditions are terrifying, at least still for me. So, so yeah, you just kind of cross your fingers and you hope at least you get to the executive producers and you get a chance to, you know, for them to see your face and for you get to, to stand in front of them. So, yeah, when I booked it, it was um, uh, amazing and great. I'm very excited.
1: And you knew at the time that the character would be coming back from many things.
0: Yeah, so they said she was recurring. so um, you know you just hope that you get you know a couple of shows out of even a recurring. but the funny it's my funny story about so I did season four and then I didn't do season five and then I came back for season six for the whole Rose Bowl um, the right. whole um, you know, presenting the whole, whole the Rose Bowl and all of that. So I um, my agent calls me, and she says, okay, Brooke, they want to bring you back. I'm like, yes. So um, I was very, very pregnant at the time. She's like, yeah, they want to like start shooting on your due date. I said, tell them I'm available.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Show like, people, but, I people I know. Exactly,
2: exactly. exactly. she's like,
0: said, This baby's coming early. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, I manifested uh, my baby coming two weeks early. First child came early. And I remember going Ooh. to the wardrobe fitting two week, with a two-week old baby. Yeah. Uh, and I that's was amazing. on the treadmill and I had this is like way before we all had like gadgets. So I'm like, to lose <laughs> my baby weight. And I'm on the treadmill and I got a string on this little like bouncy seat and I'm pulling the string. <laughs> and I'm running on the treadmill. And I'm pulling, so I can bounce my gotta get 20 minutes on oh. the treadmill, so I gotta lose this baby weight.
1: <laughs> well, that's great. Chuck, Larry, do you remember Brooke coming in at all? Do you have any memory? I, well, I,
3: I knew Brooke, so because, like I said, I, I, I knew Bill. And uh, I'm, trying, I'm not quite sure how. I was doing the new Gidget at that time in the mid-'80s, uh, which is the oh, Syndicate gosh. show. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we just knew her, so I heard that she was going to happen. Uh, you know, yes, absolutely. I wasn't at that casting session. I would have been chipped there. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I certainly was going, yeah, 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 because, as I said before, and not to mean to flatter you, but you were beautiful. And you're still beautiful, but then you kind of represented the perfect sorority girl, the alpha girl. And you were kind and had—I knew you had that kind of a softer quality to you that you weren't going to be abrasive or unlikable. And you'd be the welcoming figure there in the face of the of the, right. so, you know, the, so the high different. bar, the high bar, the high bar for the sorority.
2: Right. Exactly, and and you know, and Diane Young, uh, we're going to be talking to her. Uh, Can't wait. This, uh, a few oh, of the different ones. You? We're really excited about that. But Diane would come in and she'd have this glint in her eye because she didn't want to be unfair to say, this is the one I want. Because <laughs> my, my friends know and the people who are, who are super fans and watch this know, you know, I just didn't have that much time for casting. I didn't. I was. So uh, I told Diane the day she started, just bring me three or four choices and um, you pre-read 100 people. I, I'm not going to do it. it. And so. You know, but she had that glint, and so she didn't want to say this is the one I want. All she had to do was tell me this is the one I want, and that's would have been it. But she, we, we were professional, so she, um, you know, but there was that glint, and that's what I remember. She always had a smile and a glint when she would mention your name. So that was my my tip. And 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 like Larry says, you know, it was a really difficult thing. I was not in the Greek system. In fact, I was in the anti-Greek system. Um, you know, I, my years at, at University of California, Berkeley, when we thought that the frat system was going out of business. Uh, and so to have it be, re, we, you know, resurged was just not part of my life. But my nephews were very active in, in their fraternity at uh, fraternities at their various schools, one at UCLA and one at uh, down in Irvine. So, you know, I didn't have negativity towards the Greek system, and I didn't want to play it as a negative negative part. As I said, when we were starting, it was um, or before, you know, the charitable work of, of of the sorority was what I wanted to to emphasize. And and we used most of the uh uh the the, 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 the crappy stuff as I said no sorority got ever kicked off of at of SC only the fraternities have to go away. So there was a slight big difference between the two. Um and uh, and I just thought and 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 um, you know knowing that our first uh, you know the two episodes that are that you were in that stand out for me are really two of the bookend ones. One of which is this first one, Greek to me, with is Andrea Zuckerman going to join a, a right sorority, and then and then later, and we just did uh, kind of a revisit of this one particular episode that we did that you were in, which was take back the night. Okay. Which was probably our first real political episode that mm-hmm. we did in season four. Because we, yes. we did much less in season four than we did in our high school years.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm gonna show a clip just of you walking into the universe and maybe you can talk about coming to set and what that was experience was like for you. This is just kind of the first time we see you. Who we are, so we tell them. We are- that is not the first time we see you this is- well
0: with 30 seconds left to go I finally meet the Fab Four from West Beverly someone's been talking about us let's see, uh, summer camp counselors elementary school charities a uh, spring queen valedictorian you guys can start your own sorority oh no well this is why they call it Rush excuse me
1: all right, so you're you're in the universe. What what is it like? She, go ahead, Chuck. Yep.
2: I think we got to look that over again.
1: There because is a pre, there is a scene before this that was there is another scene that she's in. But
2: well, I... you know, because uh, you know, nonverbal communication is a thing, yes. and Brenda <laughs> is sitting there with her arms folded, like. You know, you. Why am I? Why are we? Why did you wait to the end? I I don't know what you were saying by that, but the body language was really evident that she uh, didn't really want to be in the rush.
1: Definitely not. And I didn't get the sense that Brenda wanted to be there at all.
2: No. Well, well, that was well. well, Okay, that's another conversation. But but I—that was really specific because I was looking at how's how's. Uh, Andrea, how's Gabrielle looking at all sure. of this, knowing that it's going to be uh, uh, where the story goes. And yet I caught, you know, Brenda's. Uh, now, she, now in truth, she had just got back from uh, a college, of Minnesota yeah. University or University of Minnesota. And by coming back that way, maybe she was like, Oh, you know, what are they going to be doing with me in this sorority? Am I now a sorority chick, you know? Right. Uh, I don't know what was going on in the mind, but I could see it there, and I had to call it out. I'm sure. sorry to interrupt you, people.
1: No, you're good. Uh, well, Brooke, what about for you coming in? I mean, you're you're you It's not like you have a scene with Shannon. You got a scene with Shannon, Jenny, Tori, and Gabrielle. Like you're thrown right into the fire. So what? what?
0: Right. Into the fire, right? <laughs> First of yeah. all, I want to say that um, both my parents went to UCLA. My mother was Alpha Chi Omega. I think my father was Alpha Chi, I think it was called. He's passed away. But I have to say, when he passed away, all his fraternity brothers came. So I had an incredible sense of what it meant to be in a fraternity and a sorority. My mother and father were both dear friends with all of their um, brothers and sisters. And so I had, um, I had that kind of knowledge coming in that it was a real family. And you you stood up for each other, and so um, that was kind of my take on it, coming from from a family of, of very big on fraternities and sororities. Um, and then it's so funny because you said you went to Berkeley. My future daughter-in-law just graduated from Berkeley, and my son went to UC Santa Cruz, which are like so not like fraternity, you know, um, you know c- campuses. They don't have that whole Greek life. So it was interesting to see the dynamics of knowing where my parents came from and where where both of my, you know, my child and future daughter-in-law came from. So that was very interesting, but yes, being thrown into the fire, big time. So I literally remember I was in the makeup trailer and nervous and knowing that, you know, it's hard to be a guest star. I really learned how to be a guest star from Deborah Harmon on just the 10 of us. And she said, you know, um, we treat our guest stars like their family. You make them feel included and loved and welcome because when they feel comfortable, it only makes us look better and our show better. So, um, but I was still nervous because you walk into a click and girls are clicky, but boys aren't. <laughs> <laughs> so Luke Perry came right up to me. He's like, Brock, do you remember? We like we read for that soap together and I was a reader and, and I was I had, I had testing for some soap and then I totally remembered I hadn't remembered it was him and so I felt so welcomed by the guys girls you know not so much so yeah it was a little hairy I rather worked. The whole time with the boys, but... In the
1: and end, oddly, you're working... Oh, you're just working with the girls, so that's not going to be your your I trajectory. Know. I
0: know, right? <laughs> I was like, I know we had a party, and I was like, oh, man, any time to interact
1: with the boys, I'm down. <laughs> 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 right. you, okay, I'm going to ask you, and I know you might want to not go answer this, but are you, look, Shannon's going to leave the season, right? There's a lot of hoopla, you know, she's someone that's in the press. They're all in the press. There's a block dedicated to the current affair. Are you aware of any of this stuff that's happening? Can you get a sense? You, you were there for nine episodes. You're there through some of the critical parts where some of this might be going yeah. down.
0: Um, so you know, I know as an actor, I think they were very guarded. And I think that's probably one of the other reasons why, when you come in as a guest star, you know, you have to walk a, a fine line and understand. Especially, they were such big stars. Um, uh, so, knowing that and and just trying to fit in and under and let them understand that I'm a fellow actor and that you know, you know, gossip and all of that stuff was not my thing. Um, but yeah, I can definitely feel a sense of. Um, turmoil i think if that's you know underlying there was a definitely a tone underlying of, of turmoil and a, a not so much chaos but um stress and 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 trying to understand where they were kind of going and where they kind of fit in at the moment
1: i can't imagine being a guest star because it's like you it's almost like going to to a new school 100%. right
0: a hundred percent, yeah.
1: And you come to visit the school, and it, there's drama, right? I'm, she's not talking to her. And it's like, I don't understand why. I just want to get past my algebra class. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, sure.
2: Well, you know, you ought to remember something, too. This was episode for, for college. Four.
3: Episode four. Yeah, four. but
2: episode two for college. Sure. So they're going to a new school. Sure. They don't know. This is this is so. You know what? What are we doing in Eagle Rock? Yeah. You know, this is not. Where's Torrance Hot? Wait. They have whatever security blankets were there. I mean, yes, we still have the stage. There still was the Peach bit. This. No, I know what you're bit. saying
1: though. Yeah. But
2: this was a you know a major artery, and and knowing that that especially Brenda had just come back from from Minnesota, not that clear that that was going to be happening. I think there was a little bit of, um, and, and a sorority, that, you know, w- w- the, the notion of, of a sorority episode, was this going to be, how big was the Greek system going to be in our college experience?
3: Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it,
2: certainly a part of it, but it never was the dominant part. But I do want to just say one thing. One of the reasons that it there was a jump from four to six is because we focused our college world in season five in the political suite with President, uh, you know, Brandon Walsh. Sure. You know, and not the Greek system. Greek system was not specific well, to any of the college actions we were looking at.
1: They're explaining why you weren't on C- in season five. That's
2: not right. you, but all the, 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 there was no alpha. There was no, right. no keg. I'm, K- sure K- 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 I'm sure there
3: was keg. I'm sure there was keg. I think keg was always sure. right. K- yeah. There yeah. Yeah. All the way. I have to look at it, but I'm sure there was keg.
2: Well, we um, had the guy, the the rich Adana's rich boyfriend. He was a Keg man. You but know what, what I, 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 I? In
1: in, in the yeah. in in the mix of all this, Chuck yeah, and we've told. talked about this once before, a very long time ago on this podcast. But in the mid in the midst of all of the episodes I watched with Brooke, we changed uh, presidents of the keg of Keg. <laughs> Just. It, this is like a we, about we face the on the time. president, and in, in, in they yeah. it, we even acknowledge it. Oh, it's so good. Brooke says to the the actor, "You're so good that you're now the president." But there was drama with with the president, the pre- previous president, right? Understand?
3: You know, yeah. He, he, yes. he yes, yes, there was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you know, just for the time, it was a an issue at the time. Uh, Diane, we can when we talk to Diane, sure. we can talk about. Were that. you
1: aware of that that there was a switch with the president, Brooke? That the Well, I
0: remember that scene, but I didn't, no, not totally. Okay, you're not
3: not hip to... Yeah, because Patrick Fabian, uh, the guy from uh, Better Call Saul, was the first president. I remember that.
1: That's the one that stopped being president,
3: right? No, but then there was somebody else, and then somebody else.
1: (laughs) The second president.
3: I can't remember. The second president didn't want to do the part, which was basically to portray him as a gay man.
1: And that, oh, gotcha. right. yeah, isn't that He's crazy though?
3: Yeah. Steven, yeah, as I remember, right, Chuck? They Steven, Steven uh, and Brandon end up in, in, in uh, uh, something a, in, a in a gay bar. They see Steve's of, president, yeah, on the way to Dodger Stadium. The card breaks down. Yeah. They, That's right, it's such a great I episode. Think it, I think it's Blind Eye, the one about Blind Spot, maybe. I don't yes, think that it. was it. Good memory, Lair.
1: That's a great right. episode.
3: Michael Lang, yeah, it was a good one. <laughs>
1: All right, let me show you where you come into the world. I'm going to show you a couple of scenes here, and you could talk about doing some of this.
0: Tomorrow when you open your envelope, whether your bid says Alpha House or someplace else, know that each and every one of you has what it takes to be whatever you want. Alpha Omega means the beginning and the end. This marks the end of our courtship, and for some of us, the beginning. With
3: I will go
2: Whither thou goest
0: I will go
1: Leslie's not happy with the star. (laughs) Leslie's not happy. Uh, Okay, let's see where this goes.
0: Hi, Andrea. What are you doing here? Can I come in? Sure. The uh, candlelight ceremony was really moving. I I loved it. What got into you, huh? What'd you have to wear the star for? I pulled for you all week long. The girls were all ready to accept you. But not if I'm Jewish. Are you crazy? I am Jewish. I had no idea. Yeah, well, everybody in the sorority knows and everybody is fine with it. They are Of course, because I don't flaunt it, that's the trick. So, there's a trick. You got a real problem, you know that? I have a problem.
1: When you go to synagogue on the high
0: holy days, what do you tell your sorority sisters? That you're off to the mall? If you want to join a temple, join one. But Alpha O is a sorority. You're right, it is. And I would like you to withdraw my name because I don't want to be a part of it.
3: This is really, really great stuff. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. I've really enjoyed that. That's chips. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's very apropos that it's Rosh Hashanah, right?
1: I mean, it did kind of work out this way.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, But uh, as Chuck said earlier, we, we think you might have been adopted. That's the only thing. <laughs> as a Jewish child. Can so, I? you don't look. As Lanzmann. <laughs> you're, not, you're not Ashkenazi. That much we know. So <laughs> I guess it would be like coming from the Italy. Or oh, no, like no. Much African bigger
2: game. to be Ashkenazi. She's not Sephardic.
3: Not coming yeah, from no. Spain,
2: you know, from from Southern Italy, you know, or that.
0: Or, you
1: know, Brooke, like, what do you remember about shooting this with Gabrielle?
0: Ah, oh, well, you know, it's really, it's fascinating to watch it back now. When we're talking about, you know, an actor who didn't want to be portrayed as gay, <clears throat> where we are today, where you know, we're just very more, so much more inclusive, which is so lovely to see. But yeah, I remember that I had. My story is this. So in 2020, I did my DNA, and I found out I was freaking Jewish.
1: Amazing. (laughs) That's great. not a lot, but I'm not kidding. So I'm mostly German.
0: So I'm a German Jew, you know. Oh, um, sure. Okay.
3: Welcome to the family. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the family. Yeah, given what
2: went on in Germany, I would have kept that hidden, too.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you
2: know. Or somebody... Or somebody in in your ancestors, God bless them, you know. Right,
0: right. Uh, My great-great-grandfather came over in the 1920s. I think my father did our lineage, but obviously somewhere in there. So I have – most of my friends were Jewish, so it was – it was – interesting doing this scene and and dealing with this topic and trying to hide yourself and 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 trying to be accepted and especially because i look like the all-american girl i was the all american girl girl next door with the secret right mm-hmm. um because it, at, you know there was a time and there's you know still is a lot of of um discrimination against jewish people and yes. so, so it was like you know it's like just trying to fit in and trying to be accepted and let's just kind of keep that on the dl and it's just very just an interesting interesting episode and then with my you know background of all my friends were jewish and my future daughter-in-law is jewish and then i find out i'm jewish and i think about this scene a lot because i was like you know i was jewish
1: (laughs) (laughs) you had every right to be in that scene well
2: you know the one thing i think that's really interesting and i think it's a testament to what you brought to the character is that despite this scene, which is you know, which 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 again shows the power of less language, that it, by the looks, even in the look, when you're looking and you notice it the first time, and and this and you blow out and it comes, you know, the the almost that the less is more, you know, philosophy. But and I think Larry would was you know would would agree with me on this. I never held that whenever I would see your character in any other episode. I would never think of this scene. This scene did not stick with me because you were a vivacious, warm, inclusive. I'm the president with a big smile. You, you know, it was what you brought to the character in the sorority house. So it wasn't like, uh, oh yeah, but 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 do you remember she did this too, right? Um, that that wasn't you know that mm-hmm. didn't stick with me. I agree. Uh,
3: no she I, became you know the sorority cheerleader so to speak sure. um but but no but it gave a good insight to the character and it was honest you know it, it uh it, it rang true Go ahead, bro. And, it, and it gave gabrielle a, a good scene which we always were looking for you know again I, I say this a lot but sometimes when you're a guest star you know you have to serve the show sometimes mm-hmm. you're playing a and something that doesn't put you in the best light you know yeah you
0: have to play the story and i think yeah, that was. Ahead, Brooke. I was just going to say, I think that's the dichotomy of the character of coming from a sorority um, where you're inclusive, where you're family and you've got your, you know, you've got your fellow sisters back, you know, and then, but, you know, we're Jewish. And so let's, you know, kind of hide that. And so it was a real kind of dichotomy, di- dichotomy to play, you know, one side to the other side and trying to find your way through that.
1: And I, I,
2: and I think I, I, I can safely say that, Gabrielle's least favorite moment in her her, uh, five seasons of doing nine hundred two one zero happened off screen when the network asked us to ask her not to ever wear it again, because she had worn it in high school at a different thing, and someone asked that let's not do that, and that really really offended her. So I remember remember her talking uh, about that with us. That that extra level of emotion of yes, I am proudly wearing this now. It wasn't just directed to you in the alpha house. Believe me, it was directed to the network and by Guilt by Association, the producers who went along with the network on
3: that. it's
1: and, and, yeah, interesting.
3: And all the way up to Mr. Spelling, I would think.
1: Yeah. Wow. wow. It's a very interesting story, Chuck. But when when that, when, when now, does the network, how does the network handle this now? Because now we're showing it and now we're making it a part of the story.
2: Oh, I know what they were thinking. <laughs> What's that? He us again. <laughs> <laughs> no, they put it in Dan the context. I'm <laughs> so sick con- of him. You know, yeah. would, I don't know what they were thinking, but we, but we did. I mean, put it, in the context. It, it was no, you could not. It was, it was integral to the to the moment. It was nothing. It's
1: that- literally taken out from what happened to Gabrielle a couple of seasons ago. You took, you took it and used <laughs> it against them. It's brilliant. All right, but she does, she That's does right, for- that.
2: When she came to me to tell me the story. I went, yeah, I can use that, you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> Great idea. idea. Finding a way to, to do it. We're
2: gonna write
1: that in. <laughs> she so she does. Uh, Leslie does kind of rectify some of this. Let's watch that.
0: Andrea. Um. Look, I know I'm probably the last person you want to see, but I, I need to speak to you. In private. Look, anything you have to say to me, you can say in front of my friend Brandy. Um. Well, when I told the girls that you withdrew your name. They were really upset. They, they didn't care about your star of David or, or your religion or anything but you. Well, that's what they say, but they obviously don't make you feel that way. Right. It's, it's not the Alpha House. It's me. Yeah, why, what do you expect from a girl whose family changed her last name from Shulman to Sumner?
3: Listen, you two obviously have a lot to talk about. I'm going to excuse myself.
0: How rude of me, um,
1: Brandon Walsh. This is
3: Leslie
1: Sumner Shulman. Nice, lovely, nice. and uh, and we wrapped it up. That was really nice. Yes, <laughs>
0: nice.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> because yeah, well, that was a nine hundred two one zero thing, right? We I wanted yes. it always to be the the best selves that people could be would would yeah. come out. Yes. Um, you Know we've talked about that, you know. Whenever I was asked and during the high school shows, Brooke, you know, how would you like a teenage escort? I said, No, no, it's a different different series, not going to do it, you know. Right, finally, in the fifth season, we got Tiffany, but we, we finally, <laughs> finally broke down, finally realized it was the soap.
3: Yeah, um, the Shulman was the last name of my high school girlfriend. I just, just, oh, stuck nice, Larry. Think me. Chip must have asked me a Jewish name, uh.
1: The next episode, we see you in and Brooklyn. And there's no clip necessary for this, but you are in the mix of uh, Ian Ziering's character, Steve, and you're you're wrestling with him in the pool, and it causes a fight between him and Celeste, the girlfriend. Do you remember playing with Steve and doing some of the work with Steve yes. or Ian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Ian I, I was great. You
0: know, he really was very. Again, like all the. Like, all the guys were really awesome <laughs> yeah no it was just fun we just had fun and um again he was very welcoming and and so i felt very comfortable and so it was just we just played off each other and, and had a good time
3: were you married then
0: i was engaged i was 23 i was in no yeah so season four i was engaged right. yes
1: Just curious i had my baby quick <laughs> and Paul Johansson is somebody who's a, a big part of all this. Yeah. Are you, do you guys sort of have a camaraderie being on the set together that you're both in this world as guest stars in similar, yeah. s- similar roles? He's a little bit more of a bad guy, but you know, yeah, similar, know. you know? Yeah. Um, totally.
0: Uh, again, when you're in when you're a guest star on this kind of show on this kind of caliber of show with these kind of actors that have that kind of um you know fame circling around them you kind of gravitate towards each other because there's a you feel like there's there's safety in numbers right yeah <laughs> when you come on the set you're like okay uh so yeah so I, our PJ and I got along so well and we had so much fun i my funny story about PJ is i, I lived in Burbank and i would always see PJ he had this huge um, Dalmatian? No, was that Dalmatian? Was a uh, Great Dane? Excuse me, okay. Great Dane. Mm-hmm. And he had a convertible, and the Great Dane would sit in the back, and he and he would drive all around. Perfect, and you'd mm-hmm. see him driving around with this Great Dane in his car. And I would see him at Bob's, big boy, and and see him all around. So we had a nice camaraderie, PJ and I, and I think I remained friends with him for a number of years after.
1: Well, that's really great, yeah. Chuck. Let's talk about. Um, Take Back the Night. We, we just covered it and did a deep dive on that episode, but I want to give you some an access,
2: up. What about that clip
0: from the pool? No?
1: No, we don't have the pool. I mean, it was just them playing volleyball and shit. You know, It was really, it's like a 10 and second clip. They
0: the, the dance. There was a, it was that? There
1: was, oh, it's so cool. Yeah, there's a dance and Brandon, yeah. or David and Brenda dance together. in the 70s,
0: and, right? We had a 70s. Oh, there's uh, that? Yep, there's, the, there's some yeah. of
1: that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Whenever I hear those songs, I literally think of shooting that whole big sequence. Dance like party,
2: yes, but uh, in t- she, she would bring up the music. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Niagara Falls,
2: they changed our music, they've, they've stripped out all our music, so it's not the original music, it's not yeah. the show I made. I so. guess
0: it has to yeah. happen so you can at least be on the air, right? Because just the 10 of us is having the same issues. We can't, oh be no, on the, air. the rights yeah. to the music is just crazy. I was listening to some of them, like, oh, that Beatles song, Beatles song. Beatles. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be so much money,
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't even imagine.
0: Yeah. Oh, music. Ugh.
1: Here's a scene. This is the Thanksgiving, Chuck, where John Sears is going to be weird.
2: I know we've all worked hard at making this annual Thanksgiving visit to the Downey House better than ever. And as for me, it's uh, the one keg alpha tradition that I'm most proud of.
0: Thanks, Mike.
2: Welcome, Leslie.
0: And on behalf of Alpha House, we would like to say congratulations on becoming the new keg house president. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, I spoke to Cecilia today at Downey House, and she told me that the girls are so excited about us coming, and, uh, she wants us all to know how much this party really means to them. Hey,
2: Leslie, any cute ones this year? Keith hasn't had a date
3: since Halloween. It's because he has breath like a yak.
2: Come on, guys, look, I know it's really easy to forget that these girls are depending on us. Most of them are runaways, some of them are pregnant, and none of them have anyone else
1: to turn to, except for the counselors at the Downey House and us.
0: All right, uh, any other committee reports? Yeah, the decorations committee should meet back here by 5 so that we have time to go over there and set up. And the turkeys will be ready to be picked up tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. at the University Food Services.
2: Great. Did we know what we're supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep.
1: Uh-huh. yep. Okay, we're out of here. Thanks again. So there the you hair. go. I love the hair. I love the, the hair. hair. Let's a whole bunch of things here to cover. There's the hair. John Sears is about to be really weird with a girl that's a runaway, right? <laughs> yeah, and then the, of course the, she, he acknowledged that the president had changed. Chuck.
3: Well, yeah, because Patrick Fabian, we we didn't have a hold on him. He was only appeared in the first episode. This, is this the second? Uh, this is the second president or the third president?
1: This is the third. This is the third. This is the second. Oh, this is the president.
3: Yeah, that's the guy that, that, has to, the, has that has the, has yeah, the, that's the, the that conflict. Guy, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. So yeah, it's the second president. Wow. I worked um, with
0: Brandon on just the 10 of us. So we had a little camaraderie already as well.
3: So. Oh, nice. Yes. Okay. So uh, yeah, that, that's right. AJ Langer. That was the girl I was thinking of. That's the girl that who, at the Downey house.
2: Right, right. Right. Who right, was that? Right. And that's the great, great story. She, she was available to us yep. because when they did, um, th- when she was under contract, she was the other girl with, um, in the Zwick Herskowitz show, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. My So-Called my Life. My So-Called Life. Hmm. Yeah. And because they were having uh, issues of authority, she was available to come on our show. And it gave me great pleasure to snatch her and yeah, absolutely. put her on the play knowing that they they described their show as the what the, the non-90210 or something and then Yeah, right. yeah,
3: we're, we're not 90210. <laughs> we're not, I, That's what yeah, they were quoted saying of course was neighbor, neighbor, so they, I always hated him for that.
0: Yeah, they he's <laughs> all our stories
3: anyway. So what's was yeah, oh uh, yeah, his little league guy. Hey, uh, did you know AJ Langer? I uh, did, yes. I
0: knew AJ Langer very, very well. Super I think she's talented. like married, so she she became- she's countess right i was
3: gonna say she married royalty i think and because yeah. we tried to get it for the uh, the podcast I went, oh she's royalty now she's not coming on the podcast i wish <laughs> <laughs> you think she was at the wedding i mean excuse <laughs> me the funeral right i would hope so <laughs> right who
0: knows and yeah. the wedding
2: i guess before that
0: yeah yeah no i would love to see yeah we saw each other all the time on auditions and then got to work direct you know work together even if it was indirectly but yeah, loved AJ Langer, such a such a talent. Yeah, nice
3: person. She was electric.
1: Yeah. Brooke, did you get recognized a bunch from? I mean, I know people probably recognize you from just the ten of us and Growing Pains and some of the other stuff that you've done. But do 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 you get super fans, nine hundred two fans that talk to you about what you did here on this?
0: Yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, is that you know when I do a lot of the horror conventions, which is really what you know I do. The bulk of my conventions, if I do a convention, it's a horror convention. But I. Are you they, a scream queen?
3: You know, are you? Are you? a, a scream queen? Uh, yeah, it was a
0: Nightmare one? Four. Yeah, so it was like you know. Nice. Huh? <laughs> I <into> a cockroach, ha ha ha! If you see it, you'll know. <laughs> the funny thing is, I don't get recognized a lot because I, I, don't. I, I. kind of my whole thing was I really like to be a chameleon. I like to look different. I wore a wig, and in in, in in Nightmare and and in Nine Two One Zero, I had my hair a little more straight. I did have it a little eighties. Um, but yes, I get a lot of fans from 90210. So my whole point was that that when I go to do the conventions, I promote uh, um, Nightmare, Just the Ten of Us, and 90210. That's what's on my poster. So that's really what I am I'm known from. So um,
1: are Are you doing any conventions where people can come meet you and say hi? Anything coming yeah. up?
0: Yeah. So I actually have a convention in October. I'm going to Lewiston, um, Kentucky. So I will be in Kentucky. I just came from Chicago in August. So I try I try to do like two a year. That's so great. Yeah, it's Fright Fright Fest, I think is the convention. Yes,
1: yeah, so it must be this time of year, right? October. Yeah,
0: all, yeah <clears throat> October is a really fun time to do the conventions because people's cosplays are crazy and fabulous. And it's it's a really do you time. guys know what that is? Do you guys yeah. know that the people go
1: and dress up as these cool. characters to the convention? Yeah, it's a fascinating thing. Yeah, it's,
0: yeah, it's really—I know it's crazy.
1: Chuck, let's talk about take take back the night, and we and and well, you know, Brooke Brooke is kind of—and I don't have the scene because she's really not in the episode all that much. You know what I mean? She introduces the woman that's going to be speaking that we spoke to and whatnot, but it's a pretty—it's—I don't know if you remember the episode at all, Brooke, but it's a pretty I, I do. It's heavy a, episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you give me some of your thoughts on that episode and and shooting some of that some of the the whole date rape thing yes mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah um, yeah again it's it's interesting cuz 90210 was such a light show but it really had such an undertone of heavy topics such as take back the night such as dealing with hiding who you are and 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 Obviously, you wanted to explore, you know, a character being gay. So you had a lot of, like, you guys were kind of ahead of your time. So it was um, it was nice to be a part of a show that dealt with topics that were very relevant and and were happening. And now we're we're in, you know, such a woke um, society, and we really weren't then. So it was kind of the pendulum was starting to swing. To try to be um, aware of these things and bring them out into into the open and to be able to talk about them, so it was kind of fun as an actor to be part of that. So, but yeah, yeah heavy, heavy topics and and how do you play this? How do you play this, um, and still stay true to the show? You know? sure?
1: You did a wonderful job, by the way doing doing that. You know, well, I had fun.
3: That yeah. was James. That was James Whitmore, right? I was wondering about all the different directors you've worked for, worked under for the show. Like that was a James Whitmore episode. Is that what mm-hmm. you said? The director, I, take remember, by the you Remember James? Uh...
0: Uh, I do. Re- yeah, I was thinking of J- Jamie Widows, but that was just the ten of us. So yes, I yeah. do remember.
3: Um, who else? Who was your favorite director? Do you remember on the show? Like who do you remember?
0: I don't. I'm sorry. Well, you know who
3: I think. Were, you know who I know remembered you because we're we're
2: quick to say, "Oh, well, what what have you did? What have you done? What, what what have you done since?" You know, etc. And I noticed that the uh, that you were in the pilot of American Dreams.
0: Yeah. Which was
2: directed by our uh, associate producer uh, and, and major director as well, Dave Semel. And so you, he met you here, whether, whether he made an impression on you, you made an impression on him. And I don't sure. even know what the role was, but still, yeah. I saw that you were in that pilot and I knew that he directed it. So
0: that's so funny. Yeah. Cause I got that. I moved to Canada and for a while, my husband's Canadian. And so I had booked that, that project up there and I do remember him. And I thought probably, you know, hopefully that's maybe, you know, a long you know, hope for these connections that you go, Oh, I'm connected to you. I know you. And then, and then you know you're graced with a part so i do remember that yeah i was in the pilot i just was in a book club uh scene for um, um, um uh, virginia matson who i think got fired from the show cuz i ran into her and i was like oh i worked with you on um, american um, dreams and uh, she's like yeah i got fired from that show i was like oh okay. <laughs> never
1: mind Awkward. I,
2: Awkward. I have to tell you bro you you don't want to hear this but that's that's Kind of what network television was all about, including our experience in, in nine hundred two and oh. You know, these people go there, and they here's the pilot, and like all pilots, very few pilots are are stellar. Yeah. Very few. Most of them have. There's a problem here. There's a problem here. You know, where are you going with it? Unanswered questions, and so the easiest thing to do for an executive to uh, swoop down, know that they may be putting on a show that isn't going to fire and gonna get it gonna you know change the universe. So to protect themselves from making that choice, they say, well I'll go forward with this. But we've got to change this part. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: Do yeah. right. you know what I'm saying, nothing, Larry? Nothing for, yeah, absolutely. So you know it's a, it's just uh, you know you're gonna have friendly fire wherever you go. C
2: Y A. Uh, Yes. i was gonna say
3: one thing you know i remember we're saying that i just remember i had a friend who was an actor and he was it was right down to the end for a pilot it was him and somebody else and it was remember joel Therm. you probably remember joel, was uh, joel he Thurm, was the I casting guy joel at Burnham. nbc yeah. and 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 you know he my friend did his thing i thought he was pretty good and, and he finally leaves the room with joel Therm so i was no he's yesterday's wardrobe <laughs> and that was it. And that my friend said, oh my What did he say afterwards? And I never to this day have ever told him. He's probably not yes. listening to this because yeah. it was so cruel, he would have been devastated.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. We brought
2: you all through. You you remember I did I did a low budget, really low, one of the first low budget pilots for mm. Fox with you know my my base. And and um and we had six actors in it, and they all were young, and it was 1999, 2000, so the business was flush. People were making a lot of money, and we had a top of the line at $10,000 to do our pilot. Joe Thurm is the one. Wow. Joe Thurm negotiated the contract. <laughs> Very much. Uh,
0: it's crazy. Yeah, my husband always goes, no, you get... Because, so how, Leo, well, they gave it to the other guy. And he goes, you know how many times I've looked at the sign and sheet? I've never seen his name on there. I've never seen the other guy. I want to know who the other guy is. <laughs> is your is your husband uh, an industry person? He was for a long time. He was His name is Brian Genesee. So he was on a so-called Bold and Beautiful. And then he did oh, um, sure. a series with um, Carl Weathers called Street Justice. And okay, then he cool. Yeah, and then he did a lot of independent films, um, mostly all for New Image who is millennium millennial. Well, I know if
2: he was on Bold and
3: Beautiful, he's very handsome. Yeah.
2: Very but that handsome. Was the- yeah. Where in Canada where did Canada, you live?
0: Even the bold or beautiful. Right. I was like, oh, oh he was both.
3: Which one was he? Oh both. <laughs> where in Canada where in Canada did you live?
0: So I was, uh, well, we first Vancouver and then we moved to Toronto, but I did book um, American Dreams in in Vancouver. So it was living, I grew up in Palos Verdes, so living in California my whole life, it was really, Mm. it was fun to say I've lived someplace else, although I always find my So did you go
2: to Palos Verdes or Rolling Hills?
0: PV High.
3: All right. Real, real to (laughs) Verdes. She could have gone to (laughs) Marilista too.
1: All right, I want to show one more clip. This is because I'm a Kelly and Dylan fan, and I know they'll they'll love. People will love this. Let's we'll pray that we don't see anyone we know.
0: I think it's a little too late for that.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> well, Kelly, isn't that your boyfriend? Why don't you go over there and uh, kiss him hello? But no, Leslie, I don't think that that's a very good idea, see, because we're not getting along. Oh, much. come on, Kelly. It's just a little kiss. Just an alpha kiss, mm-hmm. huh? Come on, Cal, go over and get it over with. Donna, he the last person I want to kiss right now. Well, look at the bright side. Could be John Sears she asked you to kiss.
3: Fine. Looking real good, Cal.
1: Look. I know that you are probably still mad at me, and I am definitely still mad at you, but I have to kiss you right now in front of all these
0: people, and I would really appreciate it if you would please just go along with it. Did you say please? Yeah, I, I said please.
3: Well, in that case, I uh, I never could resist a sorority girl in shower cap. <laughs>
2: What's
1: that for? Cold cream turns me on. There you go. Uh, do you remember doing some of this stuff and and uh, you know some of the, is it hazing? Is that the right word? Is that That's the hazing. right? That a, yeah.
3: yeah, it was our fifties interpretation of the nineties. Because <laughs> you know I have no you know again like Chuck said we both grew up in a time when fraternities were were you know, you were against fraternities. First of all, you couldn't meet the right girls if, if you were in fraternity. You were not going to meet any girls, frankly. It was pretty simple. But, you know, we had this image of fraternities. Uh, and, yeah, so the club was fun. You know, we could have some fun with that. And that's a great kiss. I had forgotten that one. That's um, cool. Yeah, right, absolutely. Cold Co- cream there, do turns me on. Did you write that, Larry? I, I don't remember, but I'd like to think I did. But... Uh, uh, <laughs> well, you know, Brooke, what about we'll you? Do you, do you re- step step step
1: Brooke, <laughs> do you remember doing some of the hazing stuff and well, okay, some of that fun... It. Yeah.
0: I do. I mean, you know, being in the sorority, it is true. It's like, you know, I think that's probably what sororities still do. That's about probably it. I don't think sororities really do a lot of the, the hazing. Oh,
2: that's one thing I wanted to say about it. That, that you know, uh, <clears throat> kind of surprised me when, when all three of my children went Greek when they got to college. The <laughs> middle one... Change colleges so when she went to the pitzer out in in the 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 five c's she 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 was no longer in a sorority but she was for a freshman in wisconsin and both my other kids at penn and what they do now even at wisconsin is you do not rush in your um first semester it's only the second so they let you get used to being in school Got it. and then and then do it it's no longer the first thing
1: done yeah it um, seems like a lot yeah at least actually,
2: at least Univers- mm. at University of Pennsylvania which is the uh, I once you know the it is known as the one I've it is the only Ivy League school that's open to the Greek mm. system mm. and, and uh, I remember talking to the president of the university for that 10 seconds that in a greeting thing, And I asked her about it, and she said, the bane of my existence.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the other thing in that scene, too, Brooke, is we see Luke Perry there. And you you said that he came up to you when you first got there and all that stuff. And um, I'm curious, did you stay friendly with him? And how did you feel about when you heard that he passed and all that kind of stuff?
0: Yeah, so, um, again, Luke was probably my favorite actor on the set. He was just, again... He was what I how I learned to treat your guest stars with kindness and compassion and um, um, inclusivity. And that's what he did when he first came right up to me. And he made me feel extremely welcomed, which makes you feel very comfortable to do your job. Um, so, yeah, Luke was my absolute favorite. And I did keep in contact with him for a little bit. And then we kind of lost contact. It's easier to keep in contact these days with social media. But, sure. Um, yeah, when I heard he passed, it was just devastating. Devastating. And at first, you're like, "Oh my gosh, he's just so young and so much life to live," and his children, and that's just really oh, very heartbreaking. And it's it's like the the it's the good die young. I swear yeah. to God, it's true. You
3: know. Yeah, I was gonna but say, you know, we've had one, this story yeah. about from guest stars that same thing. Luke always welcomed them, especially you know, oh, and it just yeah. made them there. So he would say, "Forget the bitches, I'm here."
1: he did say that he did how,
3: how are that. the bitches treating, treating you? it yes
1: right <laughs> like that yeah,
0: exactly. um and yet he had such a warm loving relationship with them so he was course. really was able to like like yes you know embrace the guest stars and embrace all of those people but still not ostracize himself from the cast so i mean from the girls so he had such he just he like i said he was a really he was a good one and he really he he walked that line so well but it was, it wasn't even. It was just who he was. He was just a warm guy. So you just mm. could not like him, not not like him.
1: Yeah. Um, real quick, too, before we, we wrap up here, you you did come back in season six, and you did all this stuff in Pasadena, Larry. Do you want to talk about that? You know, bringing Brooke back, and then I want to get Brooke's thoughts on coming back and shooting in Pasadena and doing all that Rose Princess stuff.
3: Well, I mean, look, we were going to do, we, you know, we committed to doing that storyline, you know, we had arranged it and everything. So we needed somebody to, you know, for Donna to have scenes with. And <laughs> uh, it just seemed like a natural way to, because also we had to lure Donna to want to do this also, you know, to, to put herself out there to kind of compete for the for the Rose Court. And so, you know, having Leslie there, someone she knew you know, just made it that much easier. And, and it made total sense that she would do something like that, you know, go from Alpha, now she's a local girl, she's working at Pasadena. And, you know, she was a perf- it was perfect in that way. So we were very lucky to have that familiarity, you know, in, in, in having Leslie Sumner there, and also just the authenticity of, of who she was and how she played things. That we knew that Donna could trust her in a certain way. And, you know, and again, serving, this, serving the story, you know, she could also bring in the information we needed
1: uh, for you, Brooke, what about coming back? And, and you talked a little bit about being pregnant and all that stuff. But what was it like to get back and, and, and on set and be with everybody again?
0: Oh, that was an easier season to come into because again, now you're a little bit part of the you know the extended family, and so you have a little more welcome arms. I remember the one comment all the girls said is, like, "We're so sorry. Why are they dressing you like you're a forty year old woman?" <laughs> 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 I just remember that. I was like. I was like, I would love to look like a forty-year-old woman now. <laughs> I, I totally remember that comment. I can't. They all like collectively said that to me. They were like, "We're so sorry." I was like, "It's totally fine." Yeah, like, sure I love it. Why'd like, you do that, Larry? Why did you I, just? I, I, I think, wasn't well, I'm going to blame. Je-
3: Je- I'm going to blame Jessica because she yeah, was not Molly. Molly or Molly and Campbell. And Jessica, uh, I Molly wasn't Campbell Campbell would know but so, I certainly so, didn't pick know, out any me. wardrobe. I would just go, yeah, well, you know, I mean.
1: Yeah, Molly wouldn't, you know, would Molly, Molly would not tolerate you know. this comment.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know Jessica was really involved. You know, in a lot. Well, of Jessica things set
1: this things. whole thing up, right? With yeah. the that the the, yeah. the. Once we had yeah.
3: the idea, she was, you know, she would go out to Pasadena and meet the people and stuff. Which was <laughs> I amazing. love
1: that story. That's uh, on our archives. If you're listening to the archives, we did cover that whole saga with Jessica Klein, who's no and, longer with and, us, passed away. And
3: also uh, with yeah. uh, Kathleen uh,
1: Cannon. Uh, That's right, Cannon. Catherine Cannon. Well, Brooke, this has been really great having I, I, you here. I have to, I have to just ahead. say
3: one thing I regret: we mm-hmm. never gave you a romantic storyline. You had no kisses on the show. I, I would have really... liked
0: it with Luke, please. And I, that I, I'm been so, so sorry. I wish
3: we could do that. Line. You know, in yeah. a story slam, we will have a whole other style where you. Well, it, it felt, have, felt we like the that... side of <laughs>
1: <laughs> It felt like it felt like in the John's uh, the the moment with Steve when Steve and Celeste break up. It felt like. We were kind of going down that road, you know, with, with Steve and, and, and uh, Leslie, right. but yes. that never happened. Yeah. Right. But it
0: never happened. Yeah, definitely. That would have been more of my love interest than um, <laughs> I am with Ian. And I was going to say the Rose Bowl, you know, my mom, again, being a sorority girl, like she made, she dragged me to the Rose Parade every year. Oh my I remember sleeping on the grass at like 6 a.m trying to get a good spot and i hated my mother for
1: that <laughs> and then it came I, back to your life I, later on. yeah yeah
0: <laughs> and,
3: and chuck didn't you say she, she was a, there was something with barbie involved you were going to ask about
0: oh so maxi so maxi was the fashion doll for, for right. hasbro yeah so i went off to nyu i had auditioned for a commercial some we didn't i didn't even know some for some hasbro thing and they just kind of had us improvise something i'm in and i'm going to nyu and they're like oh you have a call back and i was like for what and they're like oh yeah six months ago you auditioned for hasbro it's for their new doll like you're gonna be the doll and i was like okay that's what you're auditioning for okay so go back i go back it's just me and i was like that's the first i was like i think i got it it was just me you know like room <laughs> with the camera she's like do this do that and then so i booked a, a five-year contract with hasbro i I flew all over the world. I went to Australia and then I flew Ooh, all over wow. the country and I talked to young girls as as Maxie and I dressed up. I had the most amazing costume and I had Dolly Parton's wig uh, wig maker make me like my head, like ten thousand dollar wigs on my head. It was it was really quite an experience. Yeah. That,
1: that sounds like an episode of the podcast on its own that we can.
0: Do you,
2: you, do you have a cool. doll? Yeah.
0: But yeah, I do maxi- have a couple of them, but if you Google yeah, maxi doll commercials, they'll come up and they're pretty funny because I'm literally like to the, the, the detail of my costuming was incredible to like down to the earrings and the jeweler, everything, the everything was to the T of, of the doll. And I had the really cool thing is, is um, Hasbro actually for a whole weekend, I had training to go on interviews. So I had this whole, the whole PR team came in and they worked with me and they trained me how to, I learned how to always navigate back to what I want to talk about, no, no matter how, where the, the interviewer was going with things, how to kind of circle back around. And so it was an incredible training and incredible experience again i've been really really lucky with it. again it didn't look like me i had a wig i was like i'm down and i get to look like i'm a chameleon that's my thing but it didn't
2: <laughs> but it didn't click right there's no the maxi doll my no, daughter I I, my daughter the one who didn't join the uh sorority when she went to pitzer that was her name is Maxine. Mm-hmm. they call her maxi you know, Maxie. know yeah
0: no she didn't so so i had a five-year contract it lasted two years i do they have maxi could just not compete with barbie so barbie is like is like kleenex you say Gam, give me a kleenex so i would hear girls go oh right. look at there's the barbie maxi so barbie uh. was the fashion doll i mean that's what barbie was it was a fashion doll but that's mm. what you just called it look at the barbie maxi that's what they would interesting
1: say. very yeah. interesting yeah, yeah. Well, it's been great having you here, Brooke. Uh, you said you're very lucky, but you're also very talented, and you brought oh, so much to the to the parts that you played. I grew up watching you and still adore you and think you're absolutely incredible. So thank you so much for spending your time with us and revisiting Boy. all of this.
0: Boy, that's all I have to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oi. <Boy>. Shana tovah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, and for our 90210 uh, podcast fans, we are working on getting uh, Diane Young situated, and that should be the next stuff that we do. So, working on that. All right. Everybody, please thank her you. I f- said f- hi. We will tell for Diane. sure. I couldn't yeah.
0: find her for our reunion. I looked for her. So,
1: please, will you hook her up with me? Yes, absolutely. Yes. They she's finally. We found her. Find. We found her by just chance. Like, her, her, her niece happened to be watching the podcast, and then. Um, larry connected the dots so <gasps> amazing yeah.
0: lucky lucky she was all amazing. right
1: thank you so much this has been a great week yes, much appreciate you,
0: thank you, you know i you
2: know yes it means a lot you know hey, i never Chuck. i never got to meet the, the the guest stars ever you know i was always in my so it's always, always so much fun to get to interact all these years later and know that we made the right casting choices
1: definitely
0: yes right diane young did a good job all
1: right we will see everybody next week